Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Corey Insurance, Dakota Beverage, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, Houston Speedway, the South Dakota Golf Association, and Corey and the Fireflies. And welcome back to Calling All Sports. I'm your host, Mark Ovenden. Joining us for the second half here is Aaron Johnston, head coach of the South Dakota State Jackrabbits. I don't know if you heard our first segment at all, AJ, but... Uh, Vince Gill was our guest, and right at the tail end, he says, make sure you tell that coach who's won a million games in a row, congratulations, and keep it going. <laughs> I don't know if it feels like a million or not. That seems a little excessive, but yeah, we've had some good success. That's pretty cool. Well, I that number just kind of blew me away, because uh, 40 straight wins in the conference, when you consider how many great teams you have had over the years, I don't know that we've ever had that kind of win streak before, have we? No, I mean I think it's unusual. It's it's just one of those things where we've continued to put not only good teams together, good players out there. We've overcome a lot of things. You probably got to win some close games in there too, you know. Uh, we had some really good teams that maybe lost a game or two. Uh, it wasn't because they just weren't good enough. It's because it's just hard to be really good every game you know things happen and and this year we've overcome a bunch of injuries to to hang in there uh, last year we had some too but we were obviously really deep and talented so we overcame a little easier but um, just so many factors kind of go into it uh, but i will say this we never talk about it like it's not a thing it's not a uh, an important piece of our preparation as we get ready for another game it just honestly never ever comes up so it's it's cool that it's happened and it's happening, but it, it's just not a focal point for us either. Well, and you want to talk about overcoming stuff. I don't think you've ever had a year where you've had to overcome quite this much. When you lose two of your five starters before the season even starts, I'm thinking, okay, they're coming back down to earth. I thought this was going to be a phenomenal year with who you had coming back, even though you lost a couple of pretty important seniors to graduation. But <clears throat> when you lose two starters right out of the gate, you hung in there. You're winning all these games in a row. In conference play, it's up to 40 now. And uh, during number 39, you lose yet another starting player in Madison Vlaschen. Uh Is it true you're down to seven scholarship players? Well, actually, we have we have ten, you know, because we added Isabel and TT, so we're, we're counting them in that number, two. And then we brought Natalie Nielsen back, who had been out for a while. Like, Natalie's been out for almost seven weeks. So um, as we brought Natalie back, the other two are there, too. I mean, we're, we're, we're practicing with ten and have a rotation that I think can make sense. We also have a group of practice guys. So, you know, how we prepare and how we get ready isn't that different today than it was uh, two years ago, quite honestly, but but we do have some players out. I mean, three starters. You mentioned Maddie, Callie, and Haley. They're not just starters; they're all really good players. And so we've had to adjust a lot. And and then losing like Hillary Barons would be another player that would help us. She's out for the year. Uh, most of these injuries have all been different too. I think a lot of people have assumed they're all the same. We've had um, two ACL injuries, one Achilles injury, another just kind of cartilage injury. Um, so they're all different and. Uh, you know, to your beginning, no, we've just never had a, a year like this. Hope we never have one again. It's it's not just the basketball part, but um, you know, you just you feel bad for people. These these people that I'm talking about have put so much into this to be able to play and do the thing that they they enjoy, and have that really taken from them, not because of you know mistake or something bad happened, but because of just bad luck. You know, that's hard to see people go through that. So, um, but they'll be back. We've got a good group that'll return, and, and they'll have another chance at it. But but unfortunately for a few of them this year, their their season's done. We had Maya Selland on the show on Monday talking about yep. her turn and, and 
her the fact that she's over in Spain and lot of yada yada. She taught you how to deal with with your kids getting hurt and the disappointment and the 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 hard work to get back. I mean, she went through more in her career than I think any athlete you'll ever coach. Yeah, and that was so unfortunate for Maya because as good as Maya was for us, it was always battling something, never just kind of, hey, everything is going perfectly good for her. And hers were so varied from uh, from some foot stuff that was early in her career to a knee injury to a shoulder injury, uh, just, you know, other things that were were not necessarily that common in basketball either. So, yeah, she had a lot of adversity and hung in there and still playing. Obviously, you guys talked about it, but over in Spain. and It was fun to catch up with her this week. She came up to practice on on uh, Wednesday yesterday, and so good to catch up with her. So, yeah, she's doing really good and, and still playing. After all those bumps in the road, she's still plugging away and having a great experience over in Spain. Well, she played for you for like nine years, right? Felt like it. We just had a birthday the other day. Huh. Callie Tyson had a birthday, and we kind of joke with them because Callie's going to come back next year. Um, so she'll have an extra year, and we're oh, trying good. to figure out who's going to be the oldest ever jackrabbit. I think Callie and Maya will be in the running there, and Maya's probably got her by a couple of months, I think. So. Okay, so she's going to win some sort of a trophy for that? <laughs> it should be some longevity, either for, for hanging in there and playing or, or something for hanging in there and having to be coached by me for six years. There should be some benefit there, like like at the end of Callie's career. Well, I'm glad to hear she's going to come back and play, because... Uh, yeah. you'll get you'll get three really solid starting players back next year, and I know you're not looking ahead to next year, but I was I was disappointed. I know Haley would have been back no matter what, and obviously Maddie, but right. uh, Callie had the chance. She had the decision to make as to whether or not she wanted to come back and play, right? For sure, yeah, and she had an injury early in her career. Haley Timmer will have two years left. Hillary Barnes will have all four of her years left, so no one lost the eligibility, but Callie, essentially could have, you know, would have graduated here this spring. She was on track to do that. So, you know, her decision is to come back in basketball-related, but it's also got to find a way to, to make it work academically and have some valuable time there so she's not just kind of hanging out. Uh, she got into grad school here, I think, just today or yesterday it was that that was finalized, so she's going to be a graduate student and start working on another part of a degree here. So that's really cool for Callie. And because she's had some injuries, um, yeah, I really hoped and wanted her to come back, but it's still her decision. It's kind of feel feel right and feel good to her. But yeah, I would have hated for this year to end in a preseason workout, you know, for Callie's career. So it'd be fun to have her back next year too. And she gives you a toughness too that it's it's not that you. I I will say, Brooklyn Meyer has just literally taken off when you needed her to take over and, and be that banger on the inside. Uh, wow, she's been spectacular, but. Callie gives you a, a just a toughness that any team loves to have. For sure. That toughness, that poise, that uh, really intense but also calming presence on the floor, I think Callie really brings that. She's very vocal, too, um, where she can just talk to her teammates. Here's what we're in. Here's what we're doing. Here's our thought right now. Just really good at keeping everybody focused and, and on target as a leader. And I think at times early in the year, we, we didn't have that voice as much as we would have needed. Uh, Callie's a captain this year, pretty obvious choice for her teammates. And when a captain gets injured, uh, they kind of are just a little more disconnected. You know, they're not going through the on-the-court stuff. So we had to learn how to have a little bit more of a voice from our team. And Tori Nelson, our one senior this year, has done a really good job of growing into that role. Uh, but, yeah, Callie brings just a certain 
a certain confidence that our team has grown into but maybe lacked early in the year for sure. Uh, but it'll be fun to have her with Brooklyn. And I think, like last year, Brooklyn and Kelly went you know, head-to-head against each other in practices, against Maya, against Peyton Burkhart. And that group of four last year was, I mean, impressive, really impressive. And I think Brooklyn benefited from all of that competition throughout last year, really helped her prepare to, as you said, take over uh, this year as only a sophomore. She's one of the best players in the conference. You've got... You've got two Myers that, uh, you know, with all these injuries, it's been tough. But with Paige and Brooklyn, you're still in really good shape. You know, we are. Those two are, like you said, they're they're both really a couple of the best players in the conference. It's interesting to see at the end of the year how others view them. But you watch every game we play, people have a specific plan for Brooklyn. Are we going to, you know, guard her? One on one, are we going to double team or what are we going to do? And there's, I mean, there's a lot of thought that goes into how you're going to slow down Brooklyn. And I think same with Paige. So good in the open court, so good at ball screens. We have some teams that really press and try and challenge and in the league and they just don't quite get that when they go up against Paige because she has the ability just to beat multiple defenders. So, you know, both are kind of unguardable in certain situations and they just force you to really think about how we're going to address them. And then that opens things up for Ellie Kolbeck and Maddie Mathewitz and Mace Byam and, and Jenna Hopp and you know the rest of our group to go out there and really play well, which they've done too. So um, it's been a, a good combination of young talent developing and then a couple of, of real key players kind of taking over when we needed it. And Kolbeck really, you know, you want to talk about somebody rising to the occasion, had the best game of her career last weekend and when you really needed it too. Yeah, I hit five threes down in Vermilion, and, and there's a good example of a team that's just going to you know, put a lot of emphasis trying to slow down Brooklyn and just freeze up a lot of players, so just a lot of open shots there, and Ellie was confident and, and made five of them. Um, she's really been growing, I think, since maybe Christmas, coming back after that. Her role has gotten bigger and bigger. She's making a lot of shots, defending well. Um, I've always been a believer that everybody on the floor has got to fit well together. You know, It's not a group of five people out there that – just kind of take turns using their talents. It's all got to be connected in some way, in shape, or form. And I think our team is playing that way now. We all have very different strengths, and I think we're we're good with that. We we understand where people need to be successful, how our offense needs to go, where we all fit into it, and uh, they're really playing at a high level. You know, some of our our numbers offensively and defensively have been as good as any of the teams we've had before. You know, so it's it's been good. But I think we're also um, not fragile, like emotionally fragile, but I mean, we understand now having gone through this year, just how quickly things can change that kind of uh, reality and, and, and a sense of, Hey, we got to make sure we're doing everything we can to keep moving forward uh, because nothing is guaranteed. And, and I think our team understands that part of it too. I'm guessing that most of us don't really understand how you make that jigsaw puzzle fit. When you lose a player like Madison Vlashton, you already knew you'd lost you know, your other two starters before the season started, but this was on the fly. It's like, oh, ooh, uh, our plan for Saturday's game is going to be different now all of a sudden. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really that basic. I mean, that's where it starts is just kind of sitting down and thinking, okay, what does this mean? Who's going to play? Who's going to start? What does that mean for how they're going to defend this player or that player? Where do we put people to make it all work? And, yeah, I mean, I think that's always part of it. And, um you know, we, we talk a lot to our team, but we also listen a lot to our team. And not just immediately after injuries, but we spend a lot of time talking about roles and 
trying to understand what we think is good for our team to be successful, listening, which is, is a really important word in coaching, but listening to our team about where they're comfortable, where they feel like they fit, uh, where they're not comfortable, and, and where they maybe aren't as certain about things. And there's just, I think, a, a conversational approach, but it's, it's certainly not, you know, me to sit in my office drawing things up on my own, you know, it's, it's very much with our staff, with our players, everybody's talking and, and just trying to, to make sure everyone is really clear about what we're all trying to get done together. And I think our players appreciate that. And I know I sure do as a coach. I don't want someone, you know, you never want to put someone in a position where, Hey, I didn't know you didn't, didn't want to be on this side. It'd be better if I was on the other side, you know, and, and just little things like that, kind of knowing where they want to be and how to put it together. So I really appreciate that part as a coach. Aaron Johnson's our guest. He is the head coach of the South Dakota State women. They have now won 40 consecutive Summit League games, which is a rather amazing total. We've had some great teams in the last decade, at least, between South Dakota State and USD, but that number just seems incredible. That's that's over two years in a row of not losing a basketball game, A.J. Yeah, I mean, I again, I didn't even know it was 40 until our last game, and I think they asked me about it afterwards, and it wasn't, it just wasn't something I was aware of. I figured we've won quite a few because we were undefeated last year, so far we've won some, but would have had no idea it was was at that number. Um, but yeah, a lot of different games, and, and when you say games, I think one of the neat things about that is it's a lot of different players. You know, sometimes in mid-major basketball, you go through runs where you've got this one class that comes in as freshmen and sophomores really hit their stride junior senior you know everything kind of rolls and then as they graduate it's like rebuild start over again everything has to to regroup and we've just we haven't had those so even when we haven't won all of our games we've still had a lot of success and been competing for championships and that's like i said just a lot of different people that have come in to make that happen and continue to try and elevate our program and and uh, it's great to see that collective, you know, effort over several years really come together. I've uh, had the pleasure to shoot just in the last few days, just this week, two of the what I would call your Fab Five freshmen that are coming in next year, all from South Dakota. This might be your most exciting recruiting class that I can ever remember. Well, there's a lot of a lot of uh, attention there, and rightfully so. All super talented. They are just so so good and. They had so many opportunities to go play college basketball at different places, different levels, and really excited to have them come into to SDSU. They're all pretty close and have been for a while, so I think there's that excitement for them to really play together and build on that. I think they all were really excited to represent the state of South Dakota on a national stage and, and try and help continue to promote, elevate you know, girls' women's basketball in our area. Um, they just have really you know, mature perspectives on that. Being close to their families is obviously important so they can be a part of this experience with them too. And, um, yeah, they're going to be, you know, capable of, of absolutely helping us and adding to what we do. And that's, that's the goal, you know, every year. How can we go a little bit further or do a little bit more? And, and, uh, I look at our group this year and you start bringing in some of those people next year. That'll be a fun few years of basketball for sure. How exciting was it for you to find out that Megan was going to be an assistant coach with Nate Tibbetts in the WNBA, Megan Vogel with the Phoenix Mercury? Uh, I, I, she's one of my all-time favorite Jackrabbits. Yeah, really great deal. I mean, that's, you start thinking of it now as a professional coach. I mean, just when you kind of say that and hear that and let that sink in, there's just so few of those opportunities around. And we've got uh, a former Jackrabbit and someone that was not just a Jackrabbit, but one of our all-time 
greats, you know, whatever that very small list would be, she would be on it. I was drafted in WNBA, had a chance to play a little bit professionally, and and really came along for us at the time we were moving from Division Two to Division One, and and her commitment to us and helping us be a good team at that time was was so important for us to be where we are today. You know, she really helped us win, and I think we went to the WIT that year, had a really good run, and she's a big part of that, and. Um, so yeah, it's it's really neat now to see her not only having success these last several years at Green Bay, but now get a chance to be a professional coach. And um, you know, she's still uh, pretty early and young in her coaching career, and got a lot of good things coming in front of her. But this is a really unique and, and cool opportunity for her. Uh, and and again, it, you put five Megan Vogels on the floor. You're never going to lose a game in the Summit League. No, pretty tenacious there. I mean, that that's a, a competitive person, highly, highly driven. You Someone think? Put a ton of time into the <laughs> game, and then, and then another one that just played kind of anywhere. I mean, handled the ball, shot it really well, with post up, and uh, yeah, no, that'd be a. You'd have to dial back some practices there just so you didn't get too competitive. I'm guessing with that many, but yeah, she was a good one for us, and 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 no doubt going to be a good coach too. Yeah, I think if you look up the word tenacious in the encyclopedia. There's a there's a picture of Megan Vogel kind of sneering at you. Yeah, she was she just elevated things. I mean, you you had to be ready to compete and and practice in games either on her team or going against her. That is for sure. All right, so not as busy this week. How do you handle that? You know, for us, it's probably good. Last week we had the the injury on Friday. Had to kind of regroup quickly on Saturday. Uh, we've taken a lot of time off this week, which I think we need to do because we are still thin. You know, there's no doubt about it. We've got a, a lot of season left, and we've got to stay as fresh as we can. So we've taken a lot more time off this week. We've done some lighter things and just talked about some plans. Um, there's always recruiting, so we're on the road. We're doing other things. Our players have school and uh, presentations to go to and events, so they're busy. So it was a good day or a good week to have a couple of lighter days. But now that we're getting close to game time, Thursday, Friday, we'll be pretty dialed in. We'll we'll practice with our normal kind of pace and stuff, get moving in that direction. And, and then it's you know three weeks. We've got uh, uh, kind of mid to end of February coming up here, and we've got to make sure we're playing good basketball. Does the season fly by for you the way it does for me? It does. You know, it does, and for a variety of reasons. One, it's just busy. We always have a lot of stuff going on, and that takes a lot of time here at SDSU, and we've got stuff away from here. There's a lot of games to go see and recruiting and do that and calls, and, and then we all, when I say all, all coaches, not just us, but all coaches have just stuff going on at home. You know, I'm watching third, fifth, and sixth grade basketball when I can, and soccer in there, and everything else, too, with our kids. So, um, yeah, it's it's busy, but it's fun. It's Everybody's doing really good, and you know, everyone's having good experiences, so it's a lot of positives. What's the most games you've been to on a Saturday when you haven't had a game for your kids? Oh, you know, soccer's the, the big one because sometimes we'll have all three of them in the same kind of tournament and the same place on the weekend, and they all play a couple of times a day. So <laughs> I'm sure there's been some Saturdays where we've had maybe five or six soccer games that we're kind of watching, and and, uh, but that's good. They enjoy that stuff too, and it's fun to see the other families and kind of relax a little bit. So, well, it's uh, it's it's a joy, but it goes by fast. I don't mean to sound like an old man, but I <laughs> I'm two years older than Vince Gill, and he can't remember anything. So I, I'm just telling you, enjoy it while you can, because it flies. Yeah, no, it's been really good, and and all those kind of. Those memories last. The time flies by, but those memories can stick around for a while, and we've had a, a lot of good ones here. All right. Well, tell tell uh, Lori and the kids hi from Grandpa Mark, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Thanks. Thanks.
Aaron Johnson, our guest here on Calling All Sports. We'll be right back. Are you looking for a fun, rewarding place to work? At Arby's, they've had plenty of people make it into a fulfilling career, like Denise Hone, who started over 30 years ago. It's not just a job for me. It's a family environment where I've always enjoyed coming to work every day with a smile. There are great opportunities for advancement, and we would love for you to become part of our team. Find out more about working at your favorite Arby's. Apply now by texting Big Beef to 85000. For those who don't like to be still. For those with things to do and the drive to get them done. For those in search of a partner to help make it happen, there's a bank. A bank that listens, acts, and impacts all things right here. Dakota Bank. Go with experience. Go with teamwork. Go with integrity. For banking, insurance, mortgage, and trust. Dakota Bank. Here for you. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, insurance and trust services, not FDIC insured. Hi, I'm Misty Carlson, and next to me is Betsy Weber, and we're with Corey Insurance. It's that time of year again when we reflect on what we're thankful for, right, Betsy? Definitely. We live in such a great city and state that continue to thrive because of all the wonderful businesses and families who call this home. We're so blessed to work for a family-owned business like Corey Insurance. We both understand the power of local shopping. When it comes to insurance, a local agent becomes part of your family. Corey Insurance is an independent insurance agency, which means we can provide you with plenty of options so we can find the plan that works best for you and your family. We represent many insurance companies with A-plus ratings, and we're confident we can find one that fits your needs. We are so thankful for our customers who trust us with their insurance. If you're looking for a local agent, we are always here to answer any questions that you might have for planning the new year. Just give us a call at 605-336-6303 or go to K-O-U-R-I Insurance. Happy holidays from all of us at Corey Insurance to all of you. Your joints are your connection points, and when they hurt, they stop you from moving freely. That's why at Sanford Health, our board-certified orthopedics and sports medicine experts are ready to help you safely restore your movement and relieve your pain with same-day joint replacement surgery options. These minimally invasive surgeries come with less risk and allow you to have a comfortable recovery at home. You don't need a referral to get started. Schedule a consultation today at SanfordHealth.org. Advanced Thompson Vision. We change lives by creating vision every day. Everybody used to laugh at me if I didn't have four pair of glasses on my hat. I would have broken ones in my purse. I struggled. I had cataract and LASIK surgery done. From when you walk in, the greeting to the receptionist, to each person that works with you, it's just over-the-top wonderful. I'm so thankful every day. Download our free cataract checklist at VanceThompsonVision.com. Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Furniture Mart USA, and Fireplace Pros. And speaking of Arby's, now through Easter, Arby's Fish is back. A crispy fish filet with shredded lettuce and tartar sauce on a toasted sesame bun. That sounds delicious. As do the mac and fried mac and cheese bites. And I, of course, put ketchup on them. That's through April. Now until the end of February... The Biscon, uh, this, this is the one that, this is the one that just makes my mouth water when I, when I read it. The biscuit, bacon, beef, and cheddar. That's a thinly sliced, thinly sliced oven roasted beef and smoked brisket topped with bacon, cheddar cheese sauce, 
and red ranch sauce turned uh, served on a toasted onion roll. Wow, that sounds good. And, of course, now through Easter, it's two for $6. It's mix and match fish or roast beef. And we talked about the strawberry shake here up until recently. The mint chocolate shake is a creamy mint chocolate shake topped with whipped cream, chocolate drizzle, and chopped Andes candy pieces. How's that? Wow. Hey, uh, today is February 8th. It's Thursday. I mean, Saturday is the 10th. That is the 82nd anniversary of Lewis Drug. 82 years in business. They started back in 1942 under Mark Griffin's dad and his partner, whose name was Lewis. Uh, his last name was Lewis. Uh, and they've just been growing and growing and growing and taking care of so many people during that time. Um, they're now up to 60 locations. It's yeah, and and all just think about all the things they now have in the stores for us that they didn't necessarily used to have. I mean, I I think of Lewis Drug as being my pharmacy because it is. That's that's my go-to. But they've got so much more. If there's almost anything you need, if you're working on a project or something, just go to Lewis Drug. There's one right near you. So wish them happy anniversary on Saturday. Let's talk again tomorrow. Today was great. Thanks for listening to Calling All Sports. Today's show was brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Fireplace Pros, Sanford Health, Dakota Bank, Dakota Beverage, Vance Thompson Vision, Corey Insurance, Furniture Mart USA, Billion Chrysler, Jeep Dodge Ram, the South Dakota Golf Association, Houston Speedway, Comfort King, and Corey and the Fireflies.